Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast, where we are all about junior high ministry. Let's be real. Junior high seems like a completely different world in of itself. Although the junior high phase of life is different, unique, constantly changing, and very awkward at times, there is still ministry to be done. This is a place where we want to equip youth workers and share practical ideas about junior high ministry for you to take back to the context of your ministry. Thank you for your heart to lead the next generation and for jumping into the planet of junior high ministry. Here is your host, Tucker Music. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Planet of Junior High Ministry Podcast. Sorry for the delay in episodes. Uh, it's just been a crazy two weeks. Um, but recently I was able to sit down through Zoom and have a conversation with a group of students, uh, college students, high school students, um, at our church called the Future Pastors of America and Beyond. Uh, they have the acronym for POAB, but... This is just a group of people, both um, high school and college students, who want to go into ministry. So our next-gen pastor got these uh, people together and were able to have intentional conversations. And I was actually able to have a conversation with them, and I gave them some advice I wish I would have told myself in ministry four years ago, three years ago. So check out the conversation we had we had with them, and we hope you enjoyed this episode of The Planet of... Yeah, so I think I did it wrong for a long time in ministry. Um, so that was a question Corey asked many times in, uh, in the internship. It was like, hey, what's your Sabbath? And like growing up in a smaller church, I knew what a Sabbath was. I'm like, oh, that's the day you worship God, right? That's the day that you keep holy, right? Um, but if you look at biblically what a Sabbath is, Sabbath is centered around rest. I mean, God rested on the Sabbath, right? Um, so that was actually not something I had um, a lot of expertise in coming into the internship, coming into ministry. And what happened was I thought I could do a lot of things on my own. I thought I could ha handle everything by myself. I thought I could lead the ministry, the 78, this brand new ministry with this many students, this many leaders. I thought I could do it all by myself, going 100% of the time. I could be on campus. I could go to these games. And it was just exhausting. And it was exhaust exhausting to the point one day I was actually um, sitting in Keith's office back at 1103 um, on the chicken farm. And I was just having a really rough time. Um, I was exhausted, but I couldn't like I couldn't physically express what was going on in um, in my life in ministry. So Keith asked me a question. He asked me, "Tucker, how are you doing?" And I just absolutely broke down crying. Like I couldn't tell him what was going on. Like I like I was trying to verbalize my thoughts, my feelings, but I just couldn't. And we sat down. He um, he asked me what was um, what was going on in my life or the different. That's not distracting at all, Corey. Gosh. <laughs> but um, he uh, we actually sat down and he had this big old whiteboard in his office and he listed out the different ministries that I was a part of. Um, he listed the one I had my with my relationship um, with Bailey, my family, 
the 78. And I was naming these off. I was like, yeah, my relationships, my family, um, the junior high ministry. But he said, Tucker, you're missing one. Your first ministry should always be yourself. If you cannot pour into the relationship that you have with Jesus, what makes you think you can pour into others sharing who Jesus is if you're not doing that yourself? You can't lead with an empty relationship. You can't pour your cup out if your cup is empty, right? And one of the hard realities was I was going 100% all the time. I was going, um, I was doing everything with everything I got, and I wasn't resting. I wasn't taking a Sabbath. And a Sabbath in ministry, it's not going to be Sunday for you guys. A Sabbath is a day outside of work where you can just enjoy the presence of Jesus. Um, and I, I was reading um, a couple a couple years ago, and the perfect illustration of this is um, actually when Moses is leading the nation of Israel, and his father-in-law Jethro actually comes and visits. And if you want to write this down, this is Exodus 18, and I'm going to be um, reading uh, starting in 13, verse 13. And it, this is this passage is labeled as Jethro's wise advice. And I think that's a very fitting, because just listen to this. After his visit the next day, Moses took his seat to hear the people's disputes against each other. So Moses is like carrying the people's burdens, right? He's listened to the entire nation of Israel, their complaints, their arguments, and he's the one basically being the, uh, the mediator between all these. They waited before him from morning till evening. He did this from day up until day, uh, sun up, from, from sun up to sundown. And when Moses' father-in-law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, he asked, What are you really accomplishing here? Why are you trying to do all this alone when everyone stands around you from morning till evening? Moses, Moses replied, Because the people come to me to get a ruling from God. And that's a, very, that's a God complex in ministry, is I, as the pastor, have to handle the disputes because I'm the pastor, Right? When a dispute rises, verse 16, they come, they come to me, and I'm the one who settles the case between the quarreling parties, between the fighting parties. I inform the people of God's decrees and give them his instructions. And, dude, if you highlight anything in this passage, highlight verse 17. This is not good. Moses' father-in-law exclaimed, you're going to wear yourself out, and you're not just going to wear yourself out, you're going to wear the people out too. This job is too heavy of a burden for you to handle all by yourself. Now listen to me and let me give you a word of advice and may God be with you. You should continue to be the people's representative before God, bringing them their disputes, bringing their disputes to them. Teach them God's decree and give them instructions. Show them how to conduct their, um, their lives, but select from all the people some capable, honest men who fear God and hate bribes. Appoint them as leaders over groups of 1,150 and even 10. So Jethro's advice is you can't do it alone. That's not a healthy way to do ministry. That's not a healthy way to carry out your relationships. You're going to need help. You're going to wear yourself out. And see, when I took, when I like was looking at this, like, dude, what is that advice? Like, what is what would be Jethro um, speaking to Tucker? And it would be this, is you need help. 
that is one of the hardest things for me to say is, hey, Corey, I need help in this. Hey, so, hey, Trey, I need help figuring this out. Hey, Keith, I need help kind of discerning how to carry this um, conversation because I'm a very prideful person. I'm a very prideful person. And just like Moses, it's like, dude, I'm the pastor. I'm supposed to be the one who is this connection from God to the people, right? Dude, but Jethro says, dude, that's not good. It's not good because you're going to weigh yourself out. You're going to carry a burden that's too much for you. You're up from sunup to sundown listening to people's complaints, listening to people's fights, their bickering, their, um, their quarrels, whatever it is. You have people around you doing absolutely nothing. This is not a healthy model for ministry. A healthy model for ministry is for you to hand responsibility off to your team, to people you trust, so you can actually rest. And I remember early on in my marriage when I was talking to Bailey about, uh, about vacation, I said, man, I feel guilty to go on vacation because I feel like people will view me as lazy. And that's a very twisted, that's a, that's a lie that was in my, in my head and in my heart. Dude, don't feel guilty to rest. That is a biblical principle. That's a biblical uh, practice. That's a spiritual thing that you should do. Dude, Jesus rested. Jesus rested through prayer. He rested through um, not necessarily isolation, but isolating himself, taking time for himself. Because even Jesus knew it's not good to do this alone. That's why he entrusted the apostles. That's why he gave authority to his disciples. Because Jesus, the most effective for ministry is to spread the burden, is, to, is not to carry this by yourself, but to do it with the team. So what does that have to do with Sabbath? What does that have to do with rest? You will never rest if you think you have to do it all. You'll never have, you'll really never have peace if you think, if you're thinking, what do I have to do? What is this next thing I have to do? What is this conversation I got to have with this person? You're going to carry that burden until you get to the point of exhaustion. And dude, I hope you don't get there because it's not a fun place to be. For a pastor, for someone in ministry who does not rest, it is not a fun place to be. Your relationships start to deteriorate because you're exhausted. You start to bicker with people. You get irritated easily. Dude, if you don't rest, if you're not rejuvenated, if you're not refilled by the Spirit, you will be a miserable person to be around because I was a miserable person to be around. And dude, it's hard. It's hard in ministry because our job in ministry is the only job that doesn't start at 9 o'clock and end at 5 o'clock. You're going to get, I got a text at 11 o'clock last night. I've been getting, I've gotten phone calls in the middle of night before. I did not. I was asleep. I, <laughs> I saw that text at 11 o'clock this morning at 830. <laughs> dude, and that's a good example. Two years ago, I would have felt guilty as crap for not responding to that text right then and right there. But today I didn't because I was resting. I was not staying up worrying what is going on with everybody in my life. See, I was resting. I was actually experiencing rest, experiencing peace. And dude, 
Like, I texted that person this morning. I was like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm just seeing this. Is there anything I can do? And we had a great conversation after that. Don't feel guilty because you have to rest. Dude, God's word says that is not good. That is a not, that's not a sustainable. It'll, let me say this. If you have that um, model of ministry, it's like, dude, I'm the pastor. I got to do everything. I got to handle all the responsibility. You will not be in ministry very long. You will burn yourself out. You'll burn out the people around you because you set high expectations, because you're setting high expectations on yourself, and the ministry that you lead is a reflection of who you are. So when you put unrealistic expectations of, I got to do everything onto your team, nobody's going to want to be a part of your team, which actually leads to a very um, difficult situation when you're actually all by yourself and you're unlike Moses who has people around him. But dude, rest. Rest is a very good thing. Rest in God's word, rest in prayer. um, I listened to a podcast recently um, that a guy, a pastor out in, um, out on the West coast actually takes his phone and he calls this thing, the one, one, one rule for one hour a day, each week, just one hour, one for one day each week, he turns off his phone for an hour. That's it. But for one day in a week, and he does this every like once a year, right? For one day out of the out of a week, he turns his phone off completely, 24 hours straight. And then eventually he gets to the point where he turns his phone off for an entire week, one time a year. Dude, that's resting. That's a Sabbath where you're putting the distractions aside, dude, and you are being filled, you're being energized by not wor- worldly things, but being energized by the Spirit, by God's Word, by prayer. And dude, and here's the thing. If you continue to hurry, if you continue to wear yourself out, you are going to neglect your relationship with Jesus. Because I don't know if you're anything like me, but you're in the mind, but I'm in the mindset of, hey, I gotta serve this person before I serve myself, right? Like I gotta have this conversation with this person before I can go to bed. I have to um, think about what could we have done better in service before I start thinking about what we could do again, right? That is a very exhausting mindset to have, too. Dude, it is, and I'm not saying veg out. I'm not saying, hey, be a complete stump on the log. Dude, but take a biblical view of rest and, dude, run with it. And because it is not a fun place to be when you have no rest, when you are exhausted, when, you, um, when you're at the point of like, dude, I'm just dry. I've ran myself into the ground. Dude, it is not a good place. And honestly, if I could be honest, that's why I believe a lot of pastors aren't in ministry for longer than five years. I mean, Corey can tell you the statistics because Corey's a numbers guy. But, um, dude, especially youth pastors. That's a scary statistic. For two years, a youth pastor stays in youth ministry. And a lot of times that leads to a morality issue, a sin issue. But it's because they neglect their relationship with Jesus because they don't actually rest and take Jesus in. Dude, some of you guys need to take rest on a daily basis. Dude, spend an hour just with God. I'm not saying you have to spend an hour praying. Praying could be a part of that. Some of it could be God's Word. But dude, make rest a daily thing, not a weekly thing, a bi-weekly thing, a monthly thing. Rest needs to be a daily thing with you guys. Dude, do something practical. Maybe it's putting your phone away 
um, while you have dinner with your family. Maybe it's not looking at your phone until 7 o'clock after you've been up for X amount of minutes. Maybe it's going for a run. Maybe it's working out. Whatever it is, dude, rest and rest where you can actually focus on the glory of Jesus and not to fit it into your confined schedule. Uh, that's something Corey um, taught me is if you don't schedule it, it will never happen. Dude, maybe you need to schedule your rest. Maybe you need to pick a day and we as um, staff, as um, pastors are encouraged by Shannon to take a sabbatical day. Take a day where you just take your Bible. Uh, I know Trey let me go to his in-laws lake house last year. And dude, that was just a very sweet time where I could just sit out on the dock. I could look and listen to the water and do absolutely nothing but, but just rest in who Christ is. Dude, so rest because that's... That's a very, very vital thing in ministry. And it's, it's going to be hard because, like I said, ministry is the only job out there, only responsibility that's not 9 to 5 and where you can shut your computer off and be like, I am done. Ministry is a 24-7 thing. But also ministry to yourself is a very vital key. You are your first ministry. If you don't take care of yourself and your relationship with Jesus, you can't do anything else from that. So, Corey, that is all I got. Hey, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast. We'd love to connect with you. Check out planetofjuniorhighministry.com. Yes, we have a blog and has a lot of different resources, a lot of different blogs where they can help equip you as youth workers. Maybe it's something insightful. Maybe it's something a little bit helpful. Hey, check it out. We'd love to connect with you on social media as well. Check out Planet of Junior High Ministry on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you want to have a place, if you want to have a community, search for the Planet of Junior High Ministry Facebook group. This is where we share ideas, encouragement, and where we come together as other junior high youth workers and collaborate with each other. This is a space for if you're a junior high pastor, middle school pastor, eighth grade small group leader, wherever you fall in the realm of junior high ministry, we would love to invite you into this group. Again, check us out at planetofjuniorhighministry.com and Planet of Junior High Ministry on Facebook and Instagram. 